Welcome to Soul Talk, the podcast founded and created by Monica Ramirez, the warrior of love. Soul Talk was created in 2020 when a pandemic hit and we were in lockdown. She wanted to have exciting conversations with open-minded people so they could understand different aspects of herself and she could help others in the same way. She interviews healers, coaches, therapists, psychics, readers, channelers, mediums, intellectuals, poets, artists, and more. She calls it Soul Talk because it started as a conversation from soul to soul. Hi everyone, this is Monica Ramirez, host of Soul Talk podcast, and we have a special invite today, and we're in Porapelusa. Uh, her name is Vanessa uh, Brewers, and she is uh, she's going to tell us a little bit about who she is and what does she do. And we're going to talk about one of my favorite, favorite themes, how to break contracts. Vanessa, please, thank you. Uh, let us know who you are a little bit, and uh, thank you for being here. Thank you, Monica. I'm excited. I love the name of the show, Soul Talks, because our soul is always talking. <laughs> and our job is to learn and refine the discernment of how we listen. So I, I call myself a spiritual samurai and a soul guide for really deep, driven, ambitious entrepreneurs. And the work that we do and that I do with them is to help them reclaim their power fully so that they can wake up to the full truth of who they are, reclaim their power and do what they came here to do in a way that's deeply soul aligned. I love that. It's a very similar what I do. And that's why I'm going to love this conversation. <laughs> I always, uh, when I work with my clients breaking contracts, but each one of us, I have find there are thousands of methods that you can break a contract. But first, we should start, what is a contract for our viewers? I think the best, well, at least the way that I'm most tuned into in this moment in time, and that could change later, about the places that we have contracts, which are essentially agreements that we make at a soul level, unconsciously, actually sometimes consciously, but mostly unconsciously, with another family member, soulmate, person in our life, past or present, that basically says, I won't on some level have more than you, be more than you, or experience more than you. It's a way we lock ourselves in step mm -hmm. to create some false sense of love, safety, or belonging. Yes. Would you add anything to that? Um Yes, I will. Uh, there's also you create contracts when you are hating someone. Like, oh, I would never do something like that. Mm -hmm. I will never have love. I will always be alone or things like that. And we say it out loud. Yes, out loud. yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. The, the verbal language of contracts. Mm -hmm. The place that I love to look for contracts the most, both in my life and with my clients, because it's so subtle, mm -hmm. is where we compromise, tolerate, mm -hmm. and settle because it can really feel in these places like we're not making a contract, that we're just experiencing the way it is. Mm -hmm. and, and so it an example of this would be, I have a three-year-old daughter 
And so one of the places that I've been most diligent in kind of like unearthing the contract is around this thing where it feels like I can either blow up my business or be a good mom. So the compromise or the places are where we feel either or, where we really feel pulled in two directions that don't feel like they can coexist. Yes. Those are our, many of our programmings that they go deep inside of our, in our society mm-hmm. are the ones that, are, that limit us and make us create contracts. Like you can hear many times, you can have it all. <laughs> I know. Like, that's, that's a big lie. When I tell people, you can have it all. Like, are you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. You can't have it all. In reality, yes. it is, you accept the programming that it is a contract. Correct? Mm-hmm. 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 How do you work with your clients with this? It's a combination of desire, awareness, and liberation. Because I firmly, firmly, firmly believe that your desire to have it all is given to you by God or whatever you call God. Mm -hmm. And it's meant to pull you forward so you can see the places that you have contracts or compromises and the process to expand beyond that is actually soul level liberation. And so for me with my clients, it starts with desire, which at least for the people that I work with can be one of the most dangerous places to actually navigate with truth. To really admit, really admit, what do you want? What does your soul long for? What do you crave? What do you what do you not want to let yourself see that you want? Because the minute we enter into the space of real desire, it's a deeply vulnerable place. And don't forget, like when we're in love and we get married, and it's like I'm gonna love this man forever. And it ain't happen. You know, you get to the divorce and so forth, and each part goes in the side and they're having our time, both of them, mm-hmm. to actually start getting a, a new relationship because you're still attached to the old contract that you did that I'm going to love you forever. Yes. That's another kind of contract. It is. Yeah, we have guilt about the places where we used to have desire and we don't anymore. It feels like we're breaking a contract. And the next piece of this, I think, about, at least for me, we have to continually develop the relationship. And this is the piece that creates liberation is that the ultimate contract has to be with loyalty to your own soul. And I have found over the years that as I, and this is a relationship, this is not necessarily one moment, one decision, one event in time where you decide this, it's a it's a new committed relationship. It's a deeper experience where when you have this relationship that my ultimate contract is in loyalty to my soul, it becomes safer to break the other contracts because the reality is that we we do make contracts unconsciously. We come into this life with them 
And it's kind of our soul's job to break them when that's the correct thing to do. And I mean, correct energetically at a soul level, not right or wrong morally. And many times comes from past lives. Yes. That being, that's why we're born in the same families for yes. those contracts. Can I tell and you a story about a past family. life contract? Yes, please. So I, um, it was really fascinating. This is a whole other story, but I was working with a shaman for the duration of my pregnancy. I actually met him just before I got pregnant and then discovered I was pregnant. And it was this, it catalyzed the deepest work I'd ever done because I talk about this in my book. Pregnancy was a deeply unwanted experience for me and has turned out to be the greatest thing ever. But in the exploration that we were doing in these deep, deep healings, I kept bumping up against this. I had this visceral repulsion to the word wealth. I just, I, my being in this life was really driven to create success and monetary wealth, but my soul was deeply rejecting it. And one of the explorations, one of the things I discovered in working with the shaman is that I had a past life. And as he described it, I was basically Donald Trump on steroids. And I was just ruthless and indiscriminate in who I hurt, put into levels of indentured servitude and created extreme amounts of wealth. And I was so disgusted by myself in that life that I made a soul contract with myself to never, ever be wealthy again. And until I discovered this, it was so deep. It was fascinating. I really felt this serious opposition. It was one of the most interesting things I ever discovered about myself. And do you work with them uh, consciously or subconsciously? How do you work with your clients with it? It's a combination of both. I used to work mainly in the subconscious arena. So we would do soul regressions. I would take them through. Essentially, I mean, your your listeners probably understand what this means, but it would essentially take them into guided visualizations to work with the energetics and find out what these contracts were. And it's highly effective. I use this when my clients just absolutely cannot get themselves into action on something. But I've more recently actually started to bring in a different approach to this, which is essentially creating hyper-awareness around the ways that our subconscious, the part of our being who's keeping tabs on the contracts, the way that the specific ways that they show up to sabotage your action. And what I found is that actually just really getting my clients clear on what is the aligned action for your soul mm -hmm. and holding them to that with a more loving ferocity, just not letting them back out of the action. An example would be one of my clients had this contract around, basically, I'll tolerate any form of chaos, abuse, mistreatment to protect my sense of safety and not rock the boat in the environment. And so she kept bringing in these clients that were just toxic, chaotic messes. And so I supported her and it took about six months actually to fire this client and leave, but it was distinctly breaking this contract. 
And so I didn't actually end up doing that much deep healing work with her because what felt more correct for this particular client was just to get her to take the action to break the contract. And my job was to help her feel safe enough and supported enough, both in our container and in her own nervous system to do it. And once she did it, oh my gosh, the healing that instantaneously took place for her was probably tenfold what we could have created in one of the healing meditations. So it really, for me, is a combination of both. That is so good. Because yes, uh, the contract can limit it. And not achieving what you really want. The people are not conscious when they speak, usually. So this is very important. And I believe there is a, I wish more people actually, more healers or coaches actually work with in this level. Because yeah. we all have contracts and we all have our blind spots too. Welcome. In choosing to be part of this group, you have said yes to yourself. You've chosen to confront those limitations, keeping you from achieving the life of your dreams. Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, is a transformational belief coach. She's a psychic channeler, certified NLP, life coach, BQH, that is hypnotherapy, Akashic Records reader, public speaker, writer, and artist. She works with many modalities and has created her own, like this one, to help you let go of the limitations and achieve the transformation you desire, so you can anchor your emotions that you desire. Monica will be hosting a new session every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time, leading the group through a guided meditation, then proceeding to work with people individually. So join Monica here in this free journey by joining the Zoom link. Blind spots are a fascinating place <laughs> to look because you don't even know to look that they're there. But when you see them, yeah, wow, definitely. I actually just recently discovered that one of my blind spots, one of my contracts is around beauty and sex that I, 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 and it's still very new, but I realized that I have this contract that I made somewhere. I'm not even sure yet around limiting the amount of expression of beauty and sexuality that I will bring into the world. And so I know this is my next edge that I am like, Oh, I know what this is going to be like. <laughs> it's <gonna> be deeply <laughs> uncomfortable, <laughs> but I'm here for it. But it's, it's really wild because you know, if you had said to me even six months ago, something or even around suggesting that beauty and sexuality was a thing for me, I would have not even, I would have just dismissed it as so irrelevant. And so I think that this is another really interesting place to look for where you have contracts is where you a little suspiciously quickly say, oh yeah, that's, that's not relevant to me. Just you wave it off. A lot of times that's a a little flag. Yes. Uh, whatever it makes us irritate us, our, our ego is the, the, the one that teaches where is our blind spot, right? And we actually put a, attention to it. It is telling us exactly where is the contract. But the people are not self-aware. That's uh, that's what my talk is going to be about. The majority of the people were not self-aware. Exactly where our ego is trying to communicate with us. And I, and I wonder what your take on this is that I find that one of the reasons why we lack self-awareness around the way that our ego shows up is because we have this spiritual conditioning, even that the ego is a bad thing. 
and we're trying to transcend our ego and get past our ego and work with our ego and heal our ego. And your ego is literally your roadmap, your partner on the journey. It's your shadow partner. It's highly inconvenient, totally gets in the way and messes up all your plans and all that's true. And it's pointing you exactly in the direction that you need to go. How, how do you experience that? I do agree. It's actually our, well, just we're conditioning by our society. It came, I believe, with the religions. Mm. Because if the people start believing in themselves enough, then we're not going to need religions at all. Because we're going to know exactly who we are and where we come from. So Mm -hmm. it was important to control us and manipulate us, not believing in ourselves. So they have to make the ego the evil guy. Yes. Or the evil, the evil thing that we should not believe in ourselves. That's mm. the evil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That is so, um, I don't know if you've ever read the book, The Abundance Book by John Randolph Price. It's fantastic. It's this tiny little book and it's a 40-day meditation, basically a contemplation meditation towards wealth. And he talks a lot about how prior to religion, we all just had this deep divine relationship to God and trusted ourselves and we're led by that intuition and yeah once you have that reconnected you're pretty self-reliant and unstoppable <laughs> tell us a little bit about your book that you mentioned the, the one you wrote it's called we are one how one woman reclaimed her identity through motherhood and so right after i discovered i was pregnant i was i remember the moment i was sitting on this thrown like green velvet chair in my living room about to get on a call with a client. And I just was in the state of total spiritual bypass. (laughs) I was in my gut just feeling panic and dread and fear and shame and desperation. And then I was in this other state of, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surrendered. I'm surrendered. I can do this. Everything's fine. Whatever comes my way is fine. But I was not letting myself actually honor the deep truth that I was freaking devastated. And I was sad about that and confused about that and felt all the shame about that. And so a few nights later, I was writing a message to this mastermind group that I was in. And I was explaining that I just knew on a soul level, way tiny, 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 tiny whisper knowing this is right. This is right. And so the book was basically my journey to bring the soul and the ego together through motherhood. And for me, motherhood has been just the most sacred initiation into all the trauma I never wanted to look at, into all the places that I had made contracts and compromises. And I was floored as a woman who really did not have motherhood on the radar. I was floored by the amount of conditioning I had received around what it means to be a good mother, what it means to be uh, basically, yeah, basically a good mother, which meant nothing that I am authentically. And so the book was the first year. It was basically a, it's like a mix between a memoir, short stories and spiritual teaching around how to use any adversity in my particular case, motherhood to become more of who you are, reclaim the power and the truth of who you are by being willing to go into the places that most of us do this with. That it is so nice. Please uh, send me your the link of your book so like that we can put it in, in the description. You can find uh, Vanessa 
we're going to be putting uh, in there all of your information so you can contact her. And if you want to get a soul retrieval or a, a contract cutting cords with Vanessa, it is going to be in the description so you can get a hold on her. And yeah. also it's going to be her book. Thank you. Thank you so much for being in Soul Talk. I, I really appreciate it. And thank, thank you for all of our viewers. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.